Hey, it's Penny here. Quick question, what's your face doing right now? Why do I ask? Well, I'll let Lindsay explain. I never forget one of my lecturers always saying, you know, sore feet, sore face. You can always tell when someone's got sore feet because it's all over their face because they're in agony and it's really, really bad. On this episode, we're going to get a sneak peek into Lindsay's world, the world of podiatry. And I've got to say, I was way more into this than I was expecting because, like me, you've probably wondered why someone would ever want to be a podiatrist in the first place. Yeah, we're not the first to wonder that. I've had a midwife one time tell me that she can't believe that I would be happy to work with feet, which I find very amusing considering she spends the whole time in the goal end. So that was funny. Um, but yeah, it's, it's usually people, oh, you cut toenails all day long. Oh, how disgusting. You play with feet. You must have a foot fetish. We've had a few patients talk about that as well. And you think, really, not in this job because the feet we look at are not attractive. <laughs> Well, people will be wondering this now. Mm. Why did you choose podiatry? So I'm a pupil person and I did, I did a year of um, biomedical science, analysing poo and wee and things like that for a year at university and thought, gosh, I'm going to be working in a lab with this and I really like people and I don't think I'm going to be very good at working in a lab. So I decided to go and do something um, different. I decided to go and do something that was going to be more of a sort of health related thing and decided to just try podiatry, which was quite ironic because I'll then later on found out that my dad's dad was a chiropodist. So I didn't know that at the time. So a what? I don't so know. So a chiropodist is the, the sort of British-English version of um, someone who worked with feet back in the day in the 30s. So I didn't even know anything about that. So it was quite funny. So what? What do you do if you're not cutting nails? What what do you do? So we do manage. We, what we do in our job is predominantly in the so in the hospital we have the high risk foot clinic. So we have people who come in who have things like diabetes, rheumatoid arthritis, and they have things that go wrong with their feet that people don't expect because they don't have the bre- the best of blood supply to their feet and they don't have the greatest um, feeling in their feet. So all of a sudden they're wandering along and they maybe you know been doing the hard yards out in the garden. They've gone round done the full lawn and all of a sudden there's maybe something a bit funny about the smell of the foot and all of a sudden they've got an ulcer or a sore on their foot because they've pushed themselves too far their foot's broken down and we're the people who try and help them to get their foot back into one whole piece again without a hole in it (laughs) How, how do you do that? So basically what we do is, um, so we take into consideration a few different things. For example, um, so if someone comes in and they have an infection in their foot, we have to work that out. And then we work really closely with infectious diseases specialists in the hospital and we get them all sorted with that. Um, this is the extreme version of podiatry. I would like, so it's like extreme podiatry. Um, and we also work with the vascular specialists to try and improve people's blood flow. If, for example, they haven't got the best of blood flow to do with their condition or they may have been a smoker for a period of time. Um, the other thing we do is we work really closely with, we have a muscular skeletal podiatrist who helps offload a lot of people's um, lumps and bumps in their feet and make them feel more comfortable, but also make them function in a more normal way. When you say offload, how do you offload those things? So we get, um, so when someone has a sore on their foot, we can be really horrible and we put them into a total contact cast, but really that's the best thing to do for their foot because um, when the manager in the service, quite funny, she talks about how... Uh, 
and it's pertinent that an ulcer on the foot is like a heart attack in the podiatry world. It's that serious. If we don't heal it up and get it sorted, then it's a route for infection and people's feet can get broken down even more. And you're looking at limb loss, Mm -hmm. which is quite serious. And we do deal with that on a day-to-day basis. It's that serious when it comes to the podiatry that we do. If that's the extreme end, what's the what's the more day-to-day bread and butter podiatry? So your bread and butter podiatry is just basically trying to keep a person um, with in a happy, healthy mindset without sore feet. So we have a lot of patients who come into us with pain. We have a lot of patients who come into us with issues that you know, for example, they've they've not felt like they can actually address with someone else, or their doctor has referred them to us. So toenail care, we've got corns and calluses. We mainly deal with a lot of people wearing the wrong shoes just because they've got an idea in their head of what they need to look like which I feel their pain I've got foot pain just now and I've had my joggers on for the last god knows how many weeks and I think oh my god but it's just about trying to give some people advice on what's the best thing for their feet to try and get them to be pain free so when you say they're wearing the wrong shoes wrong fitting or are they wearing six inch heels steel cap boots what are they doing all of that absolutely all of that so it's just basically you know the foot shape we have to look at that we have to look at what their job is we need to think about what's the best thing for the foot we don't see as many stilettos as we used to it's more kind of you know you've got people who are wearing fantastic shoes but they don't lace them to their foot so they don't actually make the the shoe work for the foot it's the foot that's doing the work so these shoes are fantastic we've paid a lot of money for them but we're not utilizing them way we should do so it's all it's all these kind of little bits of information we have foot care assistants whom we refer through a lot of our high-risk community patients whom for example they're traveling really well just now but they have complications that we may you know be worried about in the future like loss of blood flow or lack of sensation and we get these guys to regularly manage their toenails so that we can have an idea that they're they're okay and doing okay because if we left them off on their own for example we had one of our patients they managed to chop the toes his toes the end of his toes off while he was just trying to cut his toenails so because he couldn't feel his toes that's exactly right and also that he just you know he thought oh well I'm I'm just going to go for it you know your toes get much further away from you when you get older for some reason you get taller as you get older I'm being obviously I'm being it's it's hard to get down there to actually cut them so we see all these kind of things as well I've had patients who've decided that you know they've got to um, keep their feet warm and all of a sudden because they've not got the best of um, feeling in their feet they've sat in front of the three bar fire and cooked their feet and yeah they've got blisters all over them and these kind of things so we're not an emergency service, but we deal with things that crop up along the way. And the main thing, the main sort of ethos of our department is we're trying to enable people to keep going, keep their feet healthy, make the right choices for their feet and stop them from having to go into hospital because that's one of the things that can happen when your feet just don't work the way they should do. Well, for people listening now, I mean, this idea of this podcast is around health literacy, but particularly in preventative health. If people are listening, they'll be very hyper aware of how their feet are feeling yes, right now. If you're yeah. not, just just think about your feet. When do we know it's time to come or ask for a referral to see someone like you? So I think um, I think if there's a few things going on with your feet, um, if you have a couple of chronic health issues, it would be a good idea to have your foot checked out, especially if you have something like diabetes. Um, but I would say that there's nothing wrong with going along and having a foot check just to make sure that you're on the right track. 
Um, and just if you're needing some advice on footwear and also, you know, just how to look after your feet. We have a lot of younger um, people who come to us with ingrown toenails and things like that. So we actually do ingrown toenail surgery and help with that. So that's really, really helpful. We have Ben, as I say, the MSK podiatrist who helps with a lot of people who have foot pain due to um, different things like arthritis, but also sort of sporty people as well and people with plantar fasciitis who come in and they get orthotics and try and help themselves on the journey get back into their training. Plantar fasciitis is... Oh, sorry, that's what I'm suffering from just now. Um, so basically, um, it's pa- heel pain. So it's one of the absolute scourges of the podiatry world. Unfortunately, it doesn't go away very quickly. It's a case of it's heel pain. It's here for a good three to six months. You're going to have to wear your joggers regularly, probably some orthotics, stretching, medications, things like that. If there's a good way to explain your job, a really simple way, What's a good way for us to understand it a bit better? Um, So I was having a think about this last night and I came up with the analogy of a tyre salesman. So basically, you know, if your tyres are not in alignment and if your tyres have a thin tread, you're going to have the whole of the rest of the car being off the road because there's things going wrong. For example, if you've got um, foot pain, you're going to then start altering the way that you walk which then inevitably will start having pain in your knees your hips your back and vice versa so it's just something that if you can actually get your feet right and get them in some good shoes and get yourself all sorted you're going to be a happier person and a happier bunny there will be people who know that you're coming to visit them in the community or they're coming in to see you and they've got to take their shoes and their socks off in front of you. And that, I'd imagine, could be pretty confronting, pretty especially yeah. if they've got foot issues. Absolutely. A lot of people are very embarrassed about that issue and they, they, they're, they're also sometimes you're the first person who's seen their feet in a long time because they're so embarrassed about their feet. But please don't feel embarrassed about it. I always think about anyone who ever says to me, oh, you've never seen feet like that, which it do, which they do regularly always have the best feet I've ever seen because the feet that we see are pretty extraordinary. Yeah. So never feel embarrassed about having to take your shoes and socks off in front of a podiatrist because we've seen it all. <laughs> you have mentioned why you went into it because you're a people person mm-hmm. and you wanted to be out of the lab with the, the poo yeah, and the wee. Yeah, I just wanted to help people. I always say we're sort of 10% podiatrists, 90% psychologists because the other thing is, is we're a, you know, a 20 to 30 minute window where someone can sit and talk to us and we don't generally look at them because we're working on their foot and there's a whole lot of things just spill out in those 20 minutes, sometimes completely non-podiatry related, but we do have skills to be able to refer people to other services and it's quite nice to have that holistic um, help and just know that you're going to be able to help the patient it's funny, that stuff, and I can see the look on your face, which people listening can't. Um, you really mean that. And I wonder if that sort of um, feel-good stuff yeah. just trumps the gross stuff. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, you, I love... I love the feeling of helping people. I really do. There's something so satisfying about being able to just give that little bit back. That's the most important thing for me. Here's your opportunity. If there is one myth that you'd like to correct, something that people get wrong about podiatrists and podiatry, what is it? Just let's set the record straight now, okay, Lindsay. So we don't just cut toenails and cutting a V into your toenail will not get, stop your ingrown toenail. What? Oh, yeah, I love this. Is an old wife's tale about cutting a V. I've done that. <laughs> See, there you go. That does not stop an ingrown toenail. You've heard it here now. Yeah, come and see your podiatrist. She will set you right for life. 
She sure will. Lindsay Wright is another health person working in our communities and in our hospitals who just loves her job. We've spoken to a whole heap of people like Lindsay. If you haven't yet, have a flick back through previous episodes and meet some of the other people who can help you look after yourself. This project was funded by the Healthy Tasmania Community Innovation Grants through the Tasmanian Government. 